Hey, this is Scott, co-founder of Arcosaur Tabletop and DM of the Arcosaur D&D podcast. I'm just wanting to take a minute to let you know that our website, ArcosaurTT.com, is up and running, and we also have opened a merch store that can be accessed through our website. We have shirts, hoodies, tumblers, and all sorts of stuff, including an adventurer's pack. I love the adventurer's pack. Please be sure to drop by and check it out for yourself. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hey, looky here. It's me, Scott, the DM for Arcosaur D&D. I know you want to listen to our adventuring shenanigans, but I want to let you know about our dice game, Sea Maiden's Bounty. Sea Maiden's Bounty is a set of three dice games where you bet pirate treasure playing until there's only one left with all the coin. You can play Sea Maiden's Eyes, making bets and risking not to bust out. Sea Maiden's Bounty is a poker-style game that is played with dice instead of cards. Then there's Sea Maiden's Bones, where players make bets to see who rolls the highest out of three rolls. The great thing is, this game is already out. I mean, seriously, right now, you can go online, look it up, it's already there. And you can check it out at ArcosaurTT.com and buy a copy today. Now, let's get back to the game. This podcast may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. started back up the record so uh welcome back we're back from our break <laughs> Three, two, one, i had to do it at least once yeah it's fine um so you both have had a very good night's rest um if you haven't rested now rest now and um you wake up inside the tavern everything is not inside the tavern inside the inn everything is as it was when you went to sleep uh, Zothar will get up, reluctantly put his uh, makeshift cloak back on, and uh, his hip sling. First. Yeah, I I just count that all in one outfit. So puts all his stuff on and heads out to the smith bright and early. Okay. Blair <laughs> um... is trying to dressed. Yeah, with Solaire, do you wake up the same time he does? Because he goes on the head and wakes up bright and early. Uh, yeah. Actually, his moving around and opening the yeah. door the Zoltar is not quiet and... when he gets up. It's like his legs go off the bed. Okay. Hail smacks her bed. So... So, yeah, Solaire is sort of like scrambling out of the bed and sees him start to head for the door and it's like uh, h- hang on a second we, we we should eat breakfast first he stops and the nods good idea yeah which gives her enough time to get boots and uh, sword belt back on okay 
Um, so you both head back back down downstairs. Um, you head over and you no, know, you get greeted by um, Jesse, and she asks, you "No, know, she asks you how your sleep was." No, did you rest well? Uh, right, right up until um, Zill woke me up. Sorry. Sorry. Made okay. promise to Smith. Well, I'm pretty sure that they have breakfast over the hollow leg started, so... Yeah, I, I reminded him that maybe he should eat before start... Before finishing up the work he, he agreed to help with. Was gonna just jump in river before heading out to get fish, but okay. Um, Venison was good. You you both headed into the hollow leg just through the adjacent door, and there's a couple people in there. Um, you did there were other tenants in the in the inn at that point in time, and when you sit down, um, Safane doesn't even um, ask you what you would like to eat. She just brings you something off of her own recommendation. And it is um, scrambled eggs mixed with uh, mixed with potato wedges, or not potato wedges, but um, diced potato. Very very small dice potato, and a hock of ham for each of you. Okay. After trying the ham just once. Uh, again, using only his hands, because he doesn't care for utensils, um, he immediately asked for three more of... Not three more, two more ham. Okay. Um, she goes and gets that for you, brings it right out, and you have it. It's there for you to eat. And it's yeah. gone within a minute. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, Solaire manages to ask for some... Uh... Very watered wine. Oh yeah, and you get that. That's 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 more than easy enough to get. <clears throat> so, anything uh, else you're wanting to do bright and early this morning before he heads over to work? I think after we finish breakfast, we'll go over to the blacksmith to see if they've started to open shop. Okay. Um, right as you I'm get... I'm just going to ask Jerry to see if there's something I can do for the day. <clears throat> um, right as you get to the shop, the doors are open. There's already smoke coming out of the, out of the smokestack or the chimney that's above the forge. And... Um, right as you get in, I need to get his name back up, because I forgot to do that. The Lordling or um, Cloethen? Clothin. Um, Clothin goes, ah, so you're back. Right. Let's get to work. And, you know, just... Immediately yeah, I made pulls... sure he ate breakfast. 
Yeah, pulls Zillathar just straight into the back, and they start working on the forge again. Um, you still don't have to keep rolling. We're just going to roll. We're just going to keep it on with the last roll that you made. Sweet. Um, you know, you, you rolled high enough. I'm just going to let you have it. Um, and then um, Ger- Jerry gets you know back to doing his leather work. He's finishing up the mending on my my armor. Yes. He, he he's like, oh, you came in early. Um, I'll, I'll be finished around noon, and it should be ready for you to to uh, to dawn. That's good. I I don't really know this town too well, so I was wondering if is something you could suggest I could in the meanwhile let's see there's um there is Tusi's woodworks it's uh it is over on the north side of the market um it's the only place that that is outside of the range of uh the effect of this uh giant stone giant um or at least this giant stone giant's corpse that um it's a woodcarver's workshop, and it is built around the only rowan tree that is in this area. Um, you also have the Dragon Pottery, and um, it's a it's a nice place. It has lots of pots, and we tried to keep brackets and green out of it, but every now and then one would make it through. And um, then you have um, Finn's Masonry, which um, is in the center of the square. And um, it is a stonemason's workshop that is hewn straight out of the stone that the giant died upon. Um, Then you also have, over across across the river, there is the Shrine of the Seven. You can go there for guidance, healing, or other such you know things and then we have a few stalls here in the market that you can buy small trinkets and some provisions and other such you know minor things other than that this is mainly just a place where people live you can fish on the river or you could pick up a job in town. There are a few places. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually what I was I was thinking. Something small and simple to earn, to touch, a uh, touch more coin. Oh well, um, that will be simple. You have uh, just down the street is the is the jobs board for the for the guild for the bounties guild, and they have some odd jobs and. Maybe some bounties if you would like to bring them in. And um, I hear there's sometimes good rumors in the tavern. If you just take care to go in while it's more busy, you might hear some local gossip about different happenings around town. Maybe, you know, solve a few problems for a few people. Um, right. And there are also some local legends um, that a lot of them are just not true. It's hard to believe any of them. But the only way to know is to find out. Yeah. Alright, so uh, just 
I suppose if um, Zolithar gets finished before noon to just tell him to head back over to the inn and I'll, I'll meet him there. I most certainly will send him that way. Thank you. Oh, you're very and, welcome. And Slayer's going to head out into the um, in-town bounty office to see if she can find something small, local, and quick little bit of coin. Okay. Um, at the at the bounty guild, uh, you know, the B bounty guild building, it's currently closed. Um, they don't open until later in the day. But they do have a jobs board sitting outside with uh, several, essentially, like, pamphlets that you can choose from. I'll peruse them. Okay. Um, See if I find something small enough that wouldn't take more than, what, four, maybe five hours, yeah. I suppose. Um, you have one that says to that there are some people that have gone missing in the woods nearby, uh, just to the northwest. Um, there's another job that is uh, uh, local farmers having problems with, which he's not too far. Actually, his farmstead, if you look on the map, his farmstead is down there on the bottom left-hand side of the map those three little little buildings um, mm. out away from the town. He's having problems with his sheep. Uh, something keeps killing them in the middle of the night and he doesn't know what it is. And yeah, he at the very least something. just wants to know what it is. Um, then you have mm. uh, another task that is uh, local the local inn is needing a new supply of venison and uh, would like somebody to go out and hunt two of them. Mm. For want of a bow. I think I'll... I've got proficiency with a bow. I mean, you could just laze the day away. I could, but... Slayer grew up on a farm. She doesn't want to do that. Well, growing up on a farm, you might be able to help that farmer with his pest problem. Yeah. She, she looks at the thing about the venison and then decides, well, I grew up on a farm, so I'll just take that and head that way. Okay. Stopping by at the forge and letting Jerry know in case it takes past noon. Okay. Um, after letting him, him know, he's like, I will make sure your friend knows uh, what's going on. And um, yeah. I know that farm. It is Jethro's farm. I can, I can send him over that way if we get done here and you haven't checked back in. Alright, thanks. Not a problem. Goes back to his leather working. 
so was I able to hear overhear that conversation? Yes. I heard part of it at least. Well, well, he yeah. does want to keep forging and helping this guy. He kind of also yeah, wants to check out more of this place because usually he's just cage, boat, cage, arena, cage, boat, new cage, arena. Well, it, it could, it could, with your thing, it's going to take another four hours to complete this sword. Once completed, it'll be done. And then you can go out and do whatever okay. you want. Um, all right, so... And I, I... you'll also be escorted all the way to the farm because um, Solaire would not have been able to check in by that point. It would be yeah. close to noon, but it wouldn't be noon yet. Um, so Jerry will take you and her armor to the farm. All right, that'll work. Um, while... If Solaire just wants to wait, she can wait for that amount of time, get her armor, don her armor, and both of you can go at the same time. That that might just be easier, because, you know, speed up time, and we don't split the party. Well, Solaire is just going to go over to the farm and talk, start talking to the, <coughs> the farm owner. That's okay. all she was going to do. Okay. So, and it can even be a thing of Solar goes, checks things out, comes back, and lets you know what's going on. You know, type thing. Yeah, probably take... Uh, that'd probably eat up, like, three of the hours. Yeah. Alright. About an hour to get over there, an hour and a half, two hours to talk, and then an hour back, and you'd be done. Yeah, and let him know that <clears throat> I, I'd be coming back properly geared with a friend. Yeah, so that, I, I think that's what we're yeah, going to do. Yeah, that, that's, so that's a good situation. Solaire doesn't feel like just, just sitting around doing nothing. Because mm-hmm. she, she's used to being up from... Because she's still kind of used to being up from dawn to dusk. Because that's how it was on the farm. Even though she was just tending the main veg, the vegetable garden with her mom. Okay. So you're going to go and do that? Yeah, Solaire's going to go over to the farm to talk to the farmer to get more information about than what he put in his little um, missive on the job board. Okay. While Zillathar's continuing work on the, on the sword and Jerry's fixing her armor, or finishing up her armor, rather. I'm just trying to figure something out. Just give me just a moment. Okay. This will work. This will work. All right. So you get to So, 
you get to the farm and uh, you see like crossing town you actually go by the the temple of the seven and you see the the usual motifs of the seven the seven main deities all all standing in a circle with raised hands the temple in in the middle and people going in and out of it um, doing their you know worships and offerings um, you make your way past that past the town and to the farm and holy crap I forgot his name I wish I could rewind time so I can remember this guy's name farmer yeah I think it was Jed Something like that. Jed. Yeah, let's just say Jed. Short for Jedediah. I'm going ahead and in my notes, write down Farmer Jed. Okay. Um. So. <clears throat> you get to the farm and you see a couple far a couple barns uh, some uh, stable area for feeding several penned in areas and one main farmhouse um, out in the out in the pastures you see sheep and and other livestock you know moving moving about milling about just being they're like sheep pigs whatnot just being farm animals and you see an older man, sitting on a chair outside of the farmhouse, just kind of staring off into the distance. Alright, I will move over... Move over towards him. Okay. Um, he looks at you and says, Hail. What brings you to these pots, young lady? Uh, I saw your missive on the jobs board and I, I was raised on a farm myself so I, I, I just don't feel like standing around doing nothing so I, I was wanting to see what else uh, you could tell me to you know make to help me figure it out and uh probably be able to bring my friend with me to see if we can't take care of your pest problem. I see. Um, well, you come with me, little lady. I can go on ahead and show you what, what's going on. I've actually kept one of them out there to try to keep the, uh, the other sheep Whatever. from, uh, from coming over to that spot, but, uh, every now and then one will venture that way and they'll either die or disappear, so... Yeah. Just come on over with me. Walk and talk. And he gets up. And for an older man, he seems to be rather spry. He gets up without issue and starts walking over to one of the penned areas. Opens up the pen and lets you in before closing it. And it's it's a very large pen. Huge open field you know, basically not a pen but a fence 
and walks you past all the sheep. Huh? It, it was gate in the fence. Yeah. To his pasture. Um, walks you past all the all the sheep in the in the pasture, and then goes, "Well, you see here." And he walks up, and there's this very desiccated sheep, um, rotting, laying out in the field. And the sheep were kind of following you and him until you got to a certain point, and the sheep all kind of stopped and just stand there staring at you. And he says, "Well, I don't know what happened to this one." Uh, I lost two that night. And, uh, you know, I, I can't find anything. I don't know what's doing it. Um, did have some interesting wounds and wish I had a way to describe them to you. Uh, I mean, it didn't look like a bite mark. It was a poked into the skin, you know, rather deep. Uh, but it wasn't in any kind of bat, bat pattern. It was all over the place and the blood everywhere. I I just I don't know. I, I lose about three sheep a week, sometimes four. I, I don't know if I can keep this up, be able to supply the people with the wool that they need and the food that they need. You know, I'm yeah. one of the only farms that supplies this here town. Yeah, I just, like, pull out my dagger and kneel kind of close-ish and just sort of start moving the wool around to see if I can see any of the wounds. Yeah. You move, you move the wool around and it just, the stench hits you and it's it's bad. Like, yeah. this thing has been sitting out for about a week just rotting and it smells awful. Um... You do you do see moving some of the the gross slick wood wood wool around. Um, you do notice that yeah he's he's right. There are these deep puncture marks on the body of the sheep, but there's not a pattern to them per se. Um, you can go on ahead and give me any kind of investigation check that you that you wish thinking survival to see if uh, if it looks more like claw marks or um, weapons. Sure. Go on ahead and do that. I think I'm going to figure that much out. At the very least. was a 22 for okay. people listening <laughs> um from what you can tell with with a 22 survival that this this doesn't look like your typical beast attack um you know that with living on a farm and having to handle uh wild animals attacking your your livestock that Usually the bite marks are kind of U-shaped or circular in shape. Um, or if it's a puncture wound, it is, you know, that's made by claws. It's three of them, not like one at one angle and one at a severe other angle and one at a severe other angle. Um, in multiple places on the body. 
and so from what you can gather by what by what is what you see is that this is no animal this is this was obviously done by something with sapience something oh. that was using tools but you don't quite know what but i i just step back away plunge dagger into dirt a few times to make sure to get all the ick off of it mm -hmm. and then wipe the dirt off on, on the lower part of my trouser leg before mm -hmm. resheathing it and I move back away from it a bit more and tell him it definitely wasn't an animal didn't think I don't it was any well I don't know of any animals that use tools and those are not entirely sure what kind of weapon it was because it, it's been dead it's been dead too long but it's it's probably some something like maybe a, a rapier or an epi or something long slim blade Even with how bad off it is, it's too small to be like a, a longsword or anything. I think you got people. To even from you. Well, that's not the nicest thing that I've ever heard. Um, they come in dead of night. Sometimes my dogs will chase them off and... Some of them come back with injuries, but I, I kin that to possible, like, claw bite marks or whatnot, but, uh, y'all think y'all can come back tonight, stake it out, see that's, what's going on? Yeah, that's what I'm, I was thinking. Because I'm getting my gear repaired. Pirate attack on, on the way in on the ship and my friend picked up some work up, up at the at the blacksmith's so that's the only reason he didn't come with me as soon as we got up right like well I'll, I guess I'll be expecting y'all uh, later on this evening yeah heck I'll even make you dinner all right then. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I just, you know, that hand clasps, and then uh, I'll let him know I'm, I'm gonna head back up up into town to the blacksmiths. Okay. Um, right as you start heading off, he goes, "Maud, add two more to the dinner list tonight." And I will let Zillathar know that we're. Probably going to be having mutton for dinner. So. <laughs> and I uh, just make my meandering way back into town because no rush. Yeah. Um, do you want to start off? No, do you want to go back back to the market immediately or do you want to look around a little bit? I, I'm going to, like I said, I, m meandering, slightly different path from. 
after I get to back to the entrance gate. Okay. Um, so, right now, over in the Crystal Tome Ward, which is uh, <laughs> in between you and the river, uh, the mm-hmm. only thing that is there is the Shrine of the Seven. Or the, te- sorry, the Temple of the Seven. Um, past that, once you get over towards where Zillathar is, you have the village where everybody lives at, and then you have the market where all the the yeah. stuff is. Uh, I think I'll head over to the stop at the blacksmith and then you know check in with Jerry, let him know I found found out <coughs> something fairly interesting. <coughs> And then I'm going to go over to the uh, woodworker shop to take a glance around. Okay. Um, when you come back in and let them know all about that, you do... Um, it does... Uh, you're basically told that Zillathar is almost done okay. with what... Uh, With what he's doing, he's doing, and, and what has uh, Jerry finished my armor. Clothing needs to be done. He has finished with your armor. He does hand it back to you. Okay, I'll. Uh, I tell him I'll just pop in the inn and get get my gear on actually, and then meet back with meet back with Zillazar, and then we'll both go over to the woodworker shop. Okay. Um, Zillathar, you have been hard at work on this piece, even to the point to where the the one time that Solaire has popped in to let you know what they're pl- what she's planning on doing, you know, with your day with yeah. you guys' day. Um, that you completely blocked that out of your mind. You've been solely focused on this on this piece. <sighs> And finally, after it's taken shape, after it's honed, after it's sharpened, it looks gorgeous. Now it is it is a just regular weapon. It's not a it's not like a plus anything. It's just but it's very, very well crafted. And the um handguard, handle and hilt, um, or pommel once attached to the rest of the once attached to the blade, just it it looks amazing, and you're rather proud of your own handiwork. <clears throat> I I could, I kind of want to, but I just simply don't have enough runes to do it. I could, like it wouldn't even it would only last for essentially a long rest mm-hmm. but I I could put a rune on the sword as I'm making it but eh, I don't really have but then I'd be down a rune which I yeah. don't want um as you're finishing it up um Blair comes back in with her gear on well, hold on as, as you're finishing it up Clothin goes well 
He did good there. Or wait, Woods Harrison. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, small word hard kebabs and thing that looked like statue taught me when I was very young I think he just kind of gives you an odd look and says well uh, whatever floats your canoe down the river stacks um I don't float. And he just says that with a dead serious face. He, he, um, Clotham rolls his eyes and goes, well then, all we need to do is put a, put a maker's mark on it. I, I keep forgetting what accent I used for him. Ugh. It, it was just something gruff, so it, it's... Yeah, it was just gruff. I remember it was, like, gruff and half cockney. <coughs> and but, uh, gr gruff is sufficient. And he goes... Now, thing is... There we go. Thing is, we can't just... Have it go out with my mark on it, because I wasn't the one that worked on the damn blade. So, and he, he goes over and grabs a, a few tools. This is before you get back, Solaire. He goes mm -hmm. over and grabs a few tools, and he looks at you and goes, So your name was Zillathal, correct? Yes. Let's say, uh, you said uh, Kabob, whatever that is. Uh, what does a Kabob look like? Like me, but really, really small. And he puts his hand like only about two feet above the ground, like around his knee. Okay, just yeah, or, or just you, but smaller. Okay, he takes <clears throat> and and arranges some small pieces of metal. Yeah, right. And um, a statue. You said that trained you, Sultan. The. Giant, giant statue. Okay. Yes. And then, um, thought and he he arranges, as I said, arranges some pieces of metal, and then um, has them arranged on a on the surface of a pan. Takes that pan and sets it into the coals, stokes the fires up really high, until they're almost white hot. Not just red hot but white hot takes a small piece no it takes a another piece of metal that's attached to a handle sets it on to it and presses down on it and keeps a hold of it even though his, the gloves that he's wearing are starting to smoke pulls it out and douses it and no pulls pulls it out douses it in, in oil and then lets it sit and goes right let's bring this sword up to eat and he brings the takes the sword, puts it back in the forge, and brings it up to heat, and pulls it back out, and hands you, again, his hammer, and that thing that he just pulled out of the fire that he made for you. And he goes, put it right there and give it a nice good odd hit. 
And he tells you to do that right at the base of the blade. Uh, right he at does the guard. So. Yeah, right, right, right at the guard. Um, yeah, right at the guard. That one good blow snaps the blade off. Good job. No, I'm kidding. That one good blow. <laughs> that one good blow with this nice, you know, ringing sound. You pull it back, and he's made this intricate design. That's um, a combination of runes for giant statue and tiny dragon but has them juxtaposed into a pattern almost like a Z and he goes hopefully that'll work for your maker's mark I like it and he hands it to you not the blade but the the mark the mark uh, Zosar will take it, um, get it to cool off, and then he'll just store it. Just tuck it into his uh, smith pouch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right about at that point, Solaire walks into the door. Properly geared up again. Yep. All right. Me ready to go. Pleasure doing smithing with you. It's not a problem. Oh, also, hold on. He goes over and um, goes into a little side room that obviously it looks like he uses it as both his sleeping quarters and an office. And he pulls out a sack of coin. No, not huge. Um, and hands to you goes, since you were the one that made the blade, I only think it's proper that you get half the money that was given to me on this. Uh, Zothar will take the coin and just hand it to Salir for safekeeping. Uh, okay. He doesn't have, like, an actual coin pouch or coin purse or anything to hold it all. So it's just going to go to you. I'd suggested that Jerry make you a a belt with some pouches. Oh yeah. And Jerry walks over and hands that Zillathar at that point in time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, he'll just start putting the coins into his new belt. He'll tuck tuck the pouch of coin into one of the pouches. Into one of the hip pouches. Well, actually, the, the the pouch of coin that he gave you is more than easy to use at, on one of the um, strappings that's on that belt, so you can actually tie it to it. Oh, okay. So then he'll just do that. Yeah. Um, Zothar okay, will then say... Alright. Um, uh, Zothar will then say... Wish common was better. Uh, making sword was good. Glad I can help. Hold on, I'm making sure I have the correct one. Yes. Um. 
He he looks up, looks back over it, and he goes, "Well, anytime you're in town, I can use your help." Man, I'm horrible at accents. <laughs> That's why I just said gruff. Yeah. Anytime you're in town. There you go. All right. Will do. Well, we'll be here at least until probably at least tomorrow. Maybe, maybe the day after. So. All right. We're we're gonna be heading to the farm this evening to figure out. Just uh, who's been killing Mr. Jed's sheep? That's definitely not a what. Well, I hope y'all find that out. Mm. Also, if you know where Tiny Rich Man lives, point me in direction. I, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, that, that sort of the thing is, um, he needs it by... <laughs> No, he needs it within the next couple of days. Or at least I mean, it needs to get to him in the next couple of days. Um, might be I can have a courier take it, or you want to make a little bit extra. It. I can put in a job offer at the, the guild and have you all take it. Yeah. That worked. All right, so I can only hold it for one more day before it has to get outbound. So, all right, we we should be able to take it tomorrow, say, mm, not quite as early as we arrived here for him to finish it, but early midday. Be able to do that. That should give us enough time to sleep after we've taken care of the the sheep issue. Right. Okay. Well, good luck to you. Yeah. Little, right. little do they know, I plan on burning the dude's house down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so screw Lair, that guy. Slayer so has that idea that's what you're maybe thinking because he annoyed someone who has, in your mind, now become your friend. Yeah. Which is bad idea, but she's going to take. But good idea. <laughs> so, Solaris, so like, um, do do you want to to use some of your coin to buy buy yourself some some weapons or? Some he just trinkets? looks at you with like a puzzled look. And I point to my sword, my dagger, and the little <clears throat> club that's right next to it. Which is basically just a thick wooden stick. He just kind of like, picks up like <gasps> like a random rock and just slowly crushes it. <laughs> Once we're outside. Yeah. Well. I think I am weapon. 
Yes, but sometimes it's good not to actually touch your opponent directly. That's why I breathe lightning. Sometimes you can't do that. I've been eating a lot better, so I can do it more often now. Because I took intensified dragon's breath as a feat. Yeah. Alright, well, it is around noon. It is not quite <laughs> afternoon yet, and you know that the attacks happen at night. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, do you want to get something to eat first, or do you want to explore the market a little, look around at the trinkets and things? Zillathar has never seen a sheep, and he's more excited about that at this point. <laughs> I, I just tell him, all right, well, we're going to go there for supper, and then you'll you'll get to look at the sheep. They might be afraid of you. Sadly. Okay. So let's let's do a little bit of exploring, get some lunch, and th then we can um, head to the farm. Um, Solaire was there long enough to, like, you know, take note of, like, different things in the area, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, was there, like, a pond or something at the farm that, like, the sheep, you know, they free-range-ish, and then, like, you know, they drink from the pond? Yes. Um, they also yeah, have okay. troughs, it? but um, they do have they do have some um, low-water area. Okay. There, there was a couple of what looked like, a, one of them looked like it might have had some trout or something, some freshwater fish in it. Alright, um... That would be the river. <laughs> no, sometimes stock ponds will end up with fish in them. Because birds. Ah. Uh, birds are weird. Yeah. Alright. <clears throat> but she's Let's like, I, I want to take a, take a look at some of the, tr the trinket shops. Or okay. trinket stalls and shops. Um, well, they're mainly just trinket stalls. Um, there aren't really any trinket shops. Um, there is... And the, the woodworker's shop. Yep, there is also the, the apothecary. Yeah. Take a look in there, too. Okay. <sighs> so, let me get this back up. Um, so, you're going to go to the woodworker's shop first? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, you go up to it, and he wasn't kidding. It is a rather large um, rowan tree. And at the base of it is a small, modest building that is built into the side of it. Um, not, like, carved in, but, like, where the tree would make up the back wall. Yeah. And it says, Tusi's Woodwork, uh, a on a sign hanging from it. All right, let, let's go in here first, and then we'll then we'll pick up some lunch. Uh, Zilthar will nod and keep following. Okay, heading inside, you see you, know, <clears throat> you open the door, and there's you know the jingle jangle of little bells, and Zilthar ducks. Huh. And Zillathar probably has to duck. Yes. And there is, um, 
one person that is work that is currently working on a piece of wood, you know, shaping it into a into a figurine, very small. And he stops and looks over and goes, "Oh, visitors, yes, nice." And he gets up, dusts his hands off, dusts his smock off, walks up and adjusts his uh, adjusts his tiny spectacles on his face and goes. Hello, I am Tusi, and you are looking down at him because he is a gnome. Hello. And Zillathar, you really have to look down at him because he's really small. Zillathar uh, waves, but stays silent. <laughs> he goes, so... How may I be of service? I'm not quite sure. Well, Uh, I make furniture, I make staves, I make bows, I make little figurines. I have three chess sets for sale. That's nice. Oh, you want to test set? And he like starts to walk off. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I I don't really play chess. Oh, I apologize. Um, so it's okay. Is there anything I can help you get? Those are just indraconic, since no one will understand him whatsoever. He just starts making random comments about everything he sees. Looks nice. That's intricate. I wonder if I could actually eat this. <laughs> and, and it's just all under chronic and it just sounds like weird garbled like growling, I guess. He he looks Light growls and grunts. Um, while you're doing that, some he, of them are slightly inquisitive. He he looks over at Zillathar like like he's mainly looking at, at Solar, but he looks over at Zillathar as he's making these comments and goes, "Hestictic of nifted hist," and it, you know this as draconic of, "Well, why thank you?" And I would not eat that. Zillathar is very shocked for a moment. Yeah, and Slayer just sort of looks at him. <laughs> like, you understand wait. me. Yes, in a manner of speaking. Um, my draconic is a little bit rusty. It has been so long since I've someone I found someone who could actually speak my language. Oh, this very little of you all around. I haven't seen another one of my kind well, ever. I think the last one I saw was about oh dear, about ten years ago. Where did you learn Draconic? And when you're 837 years old, you pick up a few things. Fair enough. 
Solaire just Solaire is just like two of them, and he's like, um, what are you saying? Oh, nothing. We're discussing the weather. So, is there anything I can help you with? I do have crossbows. You know, I'm... Something... Arranged. I... You have a hand crossbow? Let me see. Hold on. I'm actually going to look up the price on that. Be more than like five, somewhere between five and fifteen. It's a common item. He goes, okay, so, well, I do have hand crossbows. Um, they are seventy-five gold, and I do also have full-size crossbows. And they are. my price range <laughs> entirely let's see so 75 GP um, I, I do have light crossbows that are 25 oh I don't know if I want to spend that much well you could always come back later and, you know see if you have enough money for one Oh, I, I, I do, I just, I'm not entirely sure if I want to spend most of it on that. Well, it's okay, I mean, we, we will have still, no, I will still have them in stock, and, you know, once you're ready. Yeah. Uh, how, quick question, how much gold did I get from the smith for helping? Um, I've already added it to your, to your pouch. Um, and by the by, it was fifteen. If you it was if you click on equipment, it'll take you right to it to show you how much money you've got. Okay, I see. Yeah. Uh, in draconic, I ask. Uh, short bows are twenty-five gold, right? Oh my yes. Um. Do they just? come with a set of arrows as well, or are those sold separately? I believe those are separate. Alright. Uh, how much for, like, how much would five silver get in arrows? Uh, let's see, arrows. And it's a single gold for 20. It's a, it's a single gold for 20, so you said five silver, that would be yeah. 10. All right. Um, you, you, you could this will use up the, the this will use up all my money, but I will I'm willing to buy a short bow and ten arrows for you. What for Solaire? Uh, basically, or... rough comment. Me buy bow and arrow for Solaire. I wanted you to spend your gold on you, not not spend it on me. I 
no real use for it other than it looks shiny and pretty. So, one short bow and ten arrow. I'll just put down the other five zero silver for the full quiver. I. Okay. If um, that's so really Lord. what Vilithar wants to do. On my money. Technically, I technically in my inventory right now, I have a longbow and a trident, but I'm gonna delete those because I technically should not. And technically, you should have pretty much nothing. Yeah. You should have the equivalent of a set of common clothes and a cloak. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. So now you should have arrows and a short bow. Twenty arrows and a short bow in your pocket. Alright. They are now yours. <clears throat> okay. And is there anything else I can get you? Mm. You know, I I think that That'll be it for us for now. But might come back by tomorrow. Well, that would be good. And I will see you then. Alright, thank you. And All right. I insist on, on buying some straight food for me and uh, Zillathar. Okay. Um, before you buy street Zilthar food... Zilthar is okay with that. Before you buy street food, you do notice that there's something a little bit odd about, um, the arrows that you, that you were given. Okay. Um, it seems that... He... No, it seems that when you put down the, the extra money... Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other five silver to, yeah. to have a full quiver. Yeah, the other five silver to have a full quiver... Um, he was plan. no, he was planning on setting down, um, going on ahead and setting down 20 arrows for that five silver instead of just 10. Okay. And so you laying down the other five silver, he just went on ahead and put 10 more arrows in the quiver. Uh, okay. That, not what was expected, but uh, okay. Yeah, it sometimes happens like that. Sometimes life is life. Yeah, so, yeah. Sometimes, dead is better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll, uh, okay, we grab some off. quick, we grab we, some we... quick, uh, stall food and yep. off to the farmer. Um, so we take a, a very slow meandering way over to the farmer. Yep. And as far as, uh, as like, how much was the stall food? Um, as far as the stall food goes, just subtract, uh, five copper. All right. It's just five copper. It's not, no big deal. No big deal whatsoever. <sighs> anyway, so meandering <clears throat> your way, um, you do pass by the, um, 
the Temple of the Seven again. And Zelithar, you've never seen it before. So we end up stopping there for like a moment? You've, you've heard about the gods, but you never thought that the gods applied to you because, well, you were never treated right. Except when you were little. Yeah. And you were um, also constantly being called a god by the kebabs. This is true. Um, as we walk past it, I'll just gesture to it and ask, what that? It's the Temple of the Seven. They're the main gods of most of the islands. Now, Mother taught me about the, the one to which I dedicated myself. As we walk past the this thing to the gods, are there like the se- like seven statues of each god? Well, there's one statue of each of the seven, yeah. Yeah, that that that's what I meant. Um, none look like me. Hmm. No. Kebab said I was God. Um, indeed Am I eighth God? Indeed doesn't look exactly like you, but there is one that you see in passing that is a dragon with its wings unfurled and with its uh, four claws resting atop a shield. Like it's sitting on its haunches and has its has its four four limbs or four hands on top of the shield. It they would be called four paws. Or four paws, yeah. Yeah, and I just point that one out specifically and say that one's Bahamut. He's generally worshipped by dragon king. by um uh, Go. By Dragonborn. I I just pointed out Bahamut to Zolathar, saying that that one's the one that uh, Dragonborn usually worships. Yep. That he's Zolathar just kind of looks at it. Zolathar kind of just looks at it. Don't look like me. Not too much, anyway. Well, maybe I ate God. Well, there's more than seven. I mean, Melil <coughs> is the god of bards, and your kebabs may have worshipped you as a god, as an like. You could be like an extension of Bahamut, being a dragonborn. Because you said they're tiny, but look similar to you. I dropped something. Zulthard, like, starts to hold his head, you know, as they get into this deep conversation about religion. And he's just like, head hurts. Because he's he's just overwhelmed with like knowledge, so 
also like possibly could be like some mental like blocks in his head that yeah. are like you know straining at the moment so yeah he's um he's just gonna he drop the conversation yeah. and just focus on the task at hand he's like so what do sheep look like <clears throat> Yes. Glad you asked. Um, so <laughs> as you get closer and closer to the farm, uh, Solaire, you see where the sheeps are being held. You were there earlier. And they're just yeah. walking around making their <laughs> noises. Um, Zillathar, there are clouds on the ground. Clouds on the ground that are moving in erratic patterns going, <laughs> Want to touch cloud? Those are sheep. And he's immediately going to jump the fence and go try and pet one of these sheep. Oh god. No, no. Zolithar, don't run at them. They'll, um, they'll scatter. Yeah, as you're running at them, they're like, Can I? They start running in all directions. And then you start uh, hearing dogs start barking. Yes. Uh, okay, hold on. Before they start running. Before the sheep start running off, can I attempt animal handling to try and pet one? Sure. I get advantage because of my runes. <laughs> Glad I had advantage. That was a natural one and a natural five. <laughs> natural one and... 16 total. 16 total. Um, yeah. they, all, they all scatter except for one. And that one like trips and hurts itself a little bit. And you, you I may... pick it up and help it, and just very calmly, softly pet it. Yeah, um, and it like freaks out for a half second, and just kind of does that whole thing where it just kind of stiff limbs. <sighs> like maybe if I don't move, it won't eat me. And then after it starts feeling feeling that you're petting it, it's like, oh, oh, this is nice, and it relaxes. Yeah, I, st- I give it. I just sit on the ground holding it and just scratch it behind the ears like it's a giant dog. Yeah. Meanwhile, speaking of giant dog, um, four dogs are very quickly making their way to your position, and they are ve- and they are acting very aggressive. Yeah. I would like to, while holding the sheep in my arms, stand to my full height and intimidate the dogs. Keep petting sheep. Well, petting sheep. Okay. Pet the sheep, but just glare at the dogs. I also get advantage because of my frost rune. Natural 20. Okay. So 26 total. Um, and and you... Solaire's just at the fence looking at all of this in mild horror. The, the dogs all almost get on top of you. Like they're they're just they're bearing down on you, and then you just basically uh-huh. just stick your head out a little bit over the sheep and growl. The sheep freaks out just a little bit, um, but the dogs. But I'm all, still scratching it. Though. Yeah, but the dogs immediately all just skid to a halt, and then just start backing off slowly. Like, oh crap! What did we get ourselves into? Zillathar will sit back down and just keep petting the sheep and like grab fistfuls of grass and just hand feed it Um, you hear uh, Solaire you hear from beside you 
So, so you brought the other one. Uh, yeah. It's Jed. I wasn't expecting he's, to he's be leaning quite, on He's quite leaning so... on the fence watching this whole thing. I, I really wasn't expecting him to be quite so enthusiastic about getting to see sheep. Well, not everybody gets to see sheep every day. So, how would y'all like a nice hot meal? Much... Definitely be good. I only had a bit of food from the one of the market stalls. Oh, that stuff? That's all trash. <laughs> uh, it was still decent. Especially compared to how burnt out on fish I have been. Well, that's true. Uh, well, tell your big uh, friend over there in the sheet. Come on, bring bring that one into the stall. That way we can check it out and make sure its leg's not broken. And we'll yeah. go on ahead and get some food in you. All right. The lair will then proceed to climb fence and move over to <coughs> Zillathar to say um, that the farmer wants to make sure that it didn't hurt itself. So he should just carry it over. And then we'll eat eat food. Okay. Zelithar nods excitedly and holds up the sheep. Walking cloud. <laughs> so Yeah. You take it over you take the sheep over to where Jed uh points Jed out pointed. to you. And um, uh -huh. set it down and it kinda curls up and goes to sleep because its leg is hurt. <sighs> um, they take you inside and they actually give you a pretty decent meal. It's a stew. It's nothing, nothing special. Mutton stew. Mutton stew. Um, and he's like, "Well, twilight out. They might be coming through here in a bit. So, y'all gonna go and stake out, see what's going on. I suggest yeah. you do it now." Um, as part of the stakeout, Zilthar would like to, uh, that pond, is it, like, near where they keep disappearing? Um, it's a ways off from that, from essentially the watering hole. Yeah, it's more towards the trees. Where yeah. A little it's... past where, uh, I, I put my token for Solar, I think. Yeah. Okay. It's it's kind of like um, to that building on the left of Solaris Token. The pond would be like... The, po the pond... Okay. Let me go on ahead and ping it. So, you have this right here. Pond would be roughly where you are, Solaire. Where the sheep have been oh. disappearing is down over this way. Oh. I'm sitting on top of the building. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping the pond was closer because I was going to pull, like, a whole yeah. crocodile thing where I just, yeah. like, the pond's submerge like underwater. Here. Yeah. Alright. So, sheep are disappearing over this way. Yep. So, y'all are going to try to... Yeah, we're going to try and wait. find... We're, we're going to try to find some place that's semi-hidden-ish. Um, and I a... told... 
Zillathar, since his scales are mostly black, that he should take his uh, cloak and the hip sling and roll them up together <clears throat> and just sort of tie them around <clears throat> on top of his belt. Yeah. Yeah, he'll so do that. Scales free. And he, he'll be more... He'll be more difficult to see that way. Um, one thing he definitely would want to do is, like, the area where he says they keep disappearing, he would like to try and just, like, again, crocodile style, just, like, hide in the bushes, just, like, laying down, just at the ready to spring up and just demolish whatever. Yeah, and there there are spots of tall grass, and there are spots of um, foliage that you can hide in. I will need stealth yeah. checks from both of you. Okay. Come on, baby. <clears throat> uh, seventeen stealth. Okay. Hi, Brindle. Hey, sweet popper. You're just gonna lay on my clothes? Yeah. Come here. Yeah, give me just a half sec. Come on. Come here. Jump up. Come on. No? Okay. There he is. Okay. Uh, can I use a bardic inspiration to try and improve that? Um, you do have, or you should have, um, an inspiration, just straight up inspiration. I gave okay. you one, I'm pretty sure I did. Like, each of you should have at least one inspiration. Well, you, you've got the inspiration thing, and it just keeps loading it as used. Huh. Maybe if I... What if I do that? Yeah. Okay. So do you want to use that inspiration? Sure. Okay. So I guess click on it. And... Just, just click that and just make this advantage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Seventeen. That's better. Okay. So, um, you both get low, and it starts to get dark, and as just as twilight is about to end. You see the sheep milling about. I need you to make a perception check. Just both of you. Okay, my passive 16, so... It's gonna be Let's that or see. whatever I roll. I go with what I roll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hold on. I had to feed my dog. Okay. And... Uh, a solid 15. 15, okay. Um, Zillathar does not notice. He's like, <laughs> fluffy cloud people. You know, they're fluffy cloud animals. Yeah, he, 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 he's just ecstatic about living clouds. Um, well, Solaire. Yes. You, no bleeding, no, no loud noises. You see three of the sheep rise up in the air a little bit. Just, just by about a foot. 
And then start moving yeah. without moving their legs. I start tapping Zillathar's shoulder. Yeah, I, I start tapping Zillathar's shoulder and pointing at the <coughs> at, at the clouds that are starting to take off. <coughs> we, um, we, we need to follow those. Uh, seeing the clouds are now, the living clouds are now turning into actual clouds. He's like, no, just. I would imagine he would just jump up immediately and just start sprinting over to grab them. Okay. Um, doing uh, that. Hmm? Uh, Solaire does have a chance to tell him to go stealthily or not. I, I just oh. say try to keep quiet. Also, did um, Clothian uh, clip the the little bits of chain off his manacles. He was able to get the little bits of chain off, but he wasn't able to get the manacles off. Yeah, I, I, I just said to get at least get the chain off his All magic right. manacles. I didn't figure he'd be able to get those yeah. off of him. In all honesty, I forgot you asked him. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Alright, so another finish. stealth check to follow them, I guess? Or to try, try, trying to keep quiet while trying to catch them. Yeah, because you yeah. kind of sprung up a little bit, and then she had to stop you. So I'd say yes. All right. Yeah, try, try, to, stealth... be, try to keep quiet while trying to catch him. <clears throat> well, yeah. I just sprung... I, I just mo moved a bit. Uh, yeah, um... Zilthar's natural predator instincts, like... From his brief time, you know, just being in the ocean... Mm -hmm. by himself before getting fully captured. Uh-huh. Uh, just those predator instincts come out with a natural 20 stump check <laughs> as he just goes on all fours and just starts moving through the tall grass with, like, a, the most utmost grace that a 300-pound dragon can do. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> You tell him All to go. All I see is a slight wind of his passage. You you tell or him to go. Movement of the grass. Yep. You, you tell him to go <clears throat> quietly, and he just disappears into the grass. Um. But you see these uh these sheep, and they are just you know bobbing ever so slightly, but it's they're going in a direction at a pretty good rate of speed. Um. All three of them in the same direction. Yeah, I'm just sort of. Following behind them, keeping it, keeping my, keeping eye on them, but not moving as quickly as Zillathar apparently did. Okay, Zillathar, what are you doing? Uh, just trying to stay stealthy while trying to close the distance as fast as possible. Uh... Are you going to try to engage these rogue clouds or see what they're going to do? Because you will get... Can I you make a perception check? Uh, for what? <clears throat> to see, like, how are they floating? Sure. Like, is something holding on to them or something? Alright, lucky blue dice. Uh, plus three, that's an 18. 18, okay. Um, 
there's a moment where there's a break in the in the grass and you see <clears throat> tiny little green people just running with them. About six. Uh Zilthar has probably fought those things before in the arena. I'm guessing they're goblins. Um, Zelothar has only heard the name a couple times, and you're like, Goblin? Or Gobbo? Or Goobble? You can't really remember. Are they... Can I get into a position where, like, most of them are just in a straight line? Shoot them out up from under the sheep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because they're only... The sheep over their head. If I blast them, the sheep will just fall down and be fine. Um, fall down on top of them. None of them seem to line up for a perfect through shot for all six of them. They seem to but almost like intentionally stagger in their position. Uh, two. How many could I possibly get? Okay. Two carrying one <laughs> sheep. Uh. All right. Uh, I will need them to make a dexterity saving throw. All right. As just in the tall grass, just little blue lights start ticking up, like starting from the tip of my tail, going, and then just this kaboom of lightning just zooms out and blasts them. And since I have intensified dragon's breath. I do 46 this time. All right, let's see dexterity checks. Yep. Yeah. Dexterity saves. That is a seven. Well, it's actually saves. Oh. Yeah, save. it saves. Yeah, it's the same thing. Seven. Yeah. Okay. Four. And three with a natural one. Oh. You said he was only getting two of or, them. No, two of them. Sorry. So seven and four. I'm pretty sure they explode because this goes pretty far above 12. 19 damage of lightning. Yeah, you you cook both of them. (coughs) Um, I I just pulled up a goblin's stats, so... um, Anyway. Yeah, I think they got only 12 HP... At max, so they're just there's just holes through their chests. (laughs) Uh, No, basically, you um, what was the number again? Fifteen. Yeah. Nineteen. 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 You see this sheep like drop and roll, and then stop, and then slowly get up, going. And looking around, dazed and confused. And, and then it starts running back the other way. Yeah. Um. Do I have enough speed to run up to any of the other goblins? Um. At the side of at the side of that at the sight and sound of that, you see the other two sheep drop and they just start running in all directions. I'm gonna chase one. Okay. Um, as you dash past, um, where you hit those other two, you notice that there are just two mounds of ash 
and a few like scraps of of leather, couple pieces of metal just sitting in the, sitting in the ash. In their hands. Uh, Zildar, as he you know after he shoots out that lightning beam and starts running, he will just shout "Gobbles" in common, just so Solaire will know. Solaire, okay. you hear "Gobbles" just like at a at a good distance. And then I see the sheep start running back toward me. Yes. Alrighty. I will go in the direction the sheep are coming from. Okay. To see if I find one of these goblins. Um, well, you do see, um, Zillathar, like, peeling off after a small green object that's running as fast as it can. It's like a dog chasing a ball. Yeah, while the other three are, or yeah, while the other three are spreading out and running off in different directions. Let's see, am I more than eighty feet away from them? Um, currently, with one of them, you are. The other two, you are. You're not unsure. Hmm. I'm just going to pick pick the one that I think is closest and try to and pull out my brand new short bow mm-hmm. and see if I can hit it. Okay. I'm just going to try and get as close to what I know the proper range for my bow is okay. to shoot it. Well, you, and then it's... you 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 are with because you said eighty feet. You are within the eighty feet for that one. Okay, so I'm going to the just... other the other two are further out, and they're all three of them are running in different directions. So it, you'd be able to get one, but okay. You so I'm gonna I, I'm gonna fire at that one then. <sighs> okay, that's an eleven. That misses. It just sails right over the head of one of them. Which it goes, ah! And then starts running in a different direction. I'm going to keep giving chase on it. Okay. Because I've lost sight of the other two. Yes. Uh, Zillathar, you... Let's see, your movement... What's your movement? Uh, 30 feet. Okay, you're keeping pace with this thing. Because it's 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 double moving. You're double moving. It's double moving. You're double moving. Well, good thing I'm a fighter with action surge. Oh boy. Action surge to dash. Main action grapple. Okay. Um, you get right up on top or, of. It. Wait, actually, can I just punch it in non-lethal damage to knock it out? Uh, sure. Uh, non-lethal is half damage. So go on ahead and make an attack roll. Alright. <clears throat> Let's see. My dog wants back inside. Uh, 
pretty sure an 18 slaps a goblin. Oh, yes, yes. 18 definitely does slap the gobble. All right, come on in. Come on in, Brito. My dog wanted in the room. <clears throat> come in. Come lay down. Jump. Good girl. All right. Here you go. She's going to take a nap. All right. Damage. Uh, Ten. Ten and half to five. Half to five. Um, nope. you smack it in the back of the head, and it tumbles and <clears throat> lands flat on its back, but it's still conscious. Good thing I have extra attack now. You gonna do it again? Gonna. Yeah, I'm. I, I just want to knock him out. So. Okay. Sixteen on the die. All right. You don't have to roll easy. anything. Um, Just with my tail, I swing it around and poof, knock the air out of his out of him by slamming it on his gut. Yeah, and that and effectively knocks. I just him drag out. him back. Um, I dra I drag him back by the leg in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, you drag you 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 actually have to pick him up and start running running to where you see Zalera, who's chasing uh, him yeah. with yep. uh, her bow out. I'll just put him on my shoulder and just start running back. Um, so as as you're doing that, Solaire, you're chasing yes. this one, and it is it is starting to get away from you. You know, the the with you firing a bow at it, it's given it enough, opportun enough opportunity to get outside of your bow's range, and it stays outside of it the whole way. Alright, um, I am going to see if... Well, I was about to say, as as you're running after it, you see it run in through some bushes, and you pursue. You take and run through that same set of bushes, and it's gone. What it's just heck? straight up gone. Like, there one second, gone the next. Zothar just rolls up with like this unconscious like extremely bruised goblin drops it Gobbo. At feet, drops it at your feet like a like a dog with a with a ball that he just fetched oh, more yes. like a dog with a duck it's like drops it gobbo So what do you do? Um, <clears throat> Blair just the, the, sort of looks around and, and is like it just vanished from this point. Got an idea. Okay. Um, he stands to his full height and um in his broken common, he will say, If you want to live, come out, or I burn entire forest down. And I want to intimidate them to come out. Okay. Uh, roll intimidation. I love the frost rune, because I get advantage! Yes! 
Oh, those are both schmexy rolls. <laughs> schmexy. Almost a almost a crit. Uh, twenty five. Um, <laughs> birds scatter from the tr- from the trees, and there's a a lot of um, you know, animals that you hear running away. There is no response. In frustration, Solaire just fires off a firebolt in roughly the direction she saw that goblin. Going for maximum range. Okay. Um, The firebolt just sails through the trees and then strikes a bush and starts burning said bush. Okay. Um, okay. We have an unconscious goblin. Hint drop. You were chasing You were chasing it, and it went through this one bush, and then it disappeared. I, I start moving around the bush. <laughs> I I was about to do something similar. Basically, we have an unconscious goblin, so I can now recognize what a goblin smells like, then I can attempt to track the sure. other goblins. You can do a survival sense. check, and uh, Solera, you can do a um, a perception check. Alright. Tracking goblins or perception being or investigation, like... <laughs> one of the two. Perception to look around, investigation to dig around. You know, depending. Yeah. Uh, dirty 20 on survival. Okay. Solera? Yeah, I'm... Solaire's going to do Perception because she's got a minimum of 16. Which is what she's going to end up with. Is using her minimum passive Perception of 16. Oh, you you rolled poorly? I rolled a 10. Okay. Um, Solaire, you don't make anything out. It's frustrating. How could it disappear? And then you see Zillathar get down all fours. Taking a big, deep draw through his nostrils. And then start moving forward and again. And move forward and again. And then he gets right at your feet. Sniffs straight down. Looks up at you. And what what does he say at that point? Underground. they are alright let's Solaire's going to start um, looking to see if there's a bolt hole um, as, as you step back you do notice that there's and it's almost imperceptible this is why you, you're 16 wouldn't have picked it up that there is a square of ground that is covered, like like somebody took dug the ground up and put down something square, and then covered it with dirt and replanted grass on top of it so it would grow back in, and it's almost invisible to the naked eye. All right, <laughs> I just um point that to out to Zillathar and say, um, go ahead and rip that off. Since you, you One claw, that. grabs, rip. Alright, when you do that, it hinges up, 
but you do it with enough force because you're just you're so lethargic. <clears throat> Um, it just literally rips off. off. It just literally rips off, flies off into the night. And you're looking at this hole in the ground. Square hole, five feet wide. I may be too big. And that's where we're going to end the episode for tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, up, Goblin. We're, we're both just staring at it. Yeah, but I just like that. I may be too big. And that's where we end the episode. So, yeah, um... We're, we're gonna what type of size is a disadvantage? So, until... Mark out. Until next time, keep adventuring, my friends. We'll see you, see you next week. Bye. Bye. We're gonna have a tied-up goblin and... Hello, Scott here with Arcasaur Tabletop. Thank you for listening to Arcasaur D&D, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition real play podcast. You can follow our content by going to arcasaurtt.com. That is A-R-C-A-S-A-U-R-T-T dot com. And peruse our website for more content, games, and merch. Please give us a review and be sure to like, share, follow, and subscribe through your platform of choice. You can listen to us on Anchor FM, Breaker, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. Thank you for listening.